Welcome back to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Naraya, and today my guest is Risa Gru. She's a functional nutritionist and certified autoimmune coach. She has a private practice in Newport Beach, California, and she literally is taking care of people from the biggest loser to famous golfers to CEOs, but she also takes care of everyday people such as physicians, and she's going to bring all the myths out there about, hey, I'm healthy, uh, my labs are okay, but really there's something missing. And we're going to talk about maybe you know, the four hidden labs that your doctor's not checking, that if you did, you'd actually find out the root cause of maybe the low energy or the problems with the lack of sleep. And as a bonus, she's going to talk to me about the people in your 40s who cannot lose the last five to 10 pounds. What's up with that? We're going to get into all of that and more. So Risa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program, It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high-achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to up-level their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it, and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. I want to get into the the meat of the matter, but could you briefly tell us how you sort of fell into all the stuff you're doing? Because this is not what a typical nutritionist does. Right. So um, I've always had a passion for nutrition my whole life. And, you know, when I grew up, my mom was always on a diet, you know, and there were fattening foods and, you know, she's always trying to lose the same five, 10 pounds and my grandmother too. And everybody around me, you know, there were these foods that were fattening and not good. And I was like, what is the deal with that? Right. So I, I got very um, passionate about food and its connection to health. And um, years later, I opened up my practice and um, became a, a nutritionist, a holistic nutritionist. And I realized that I was giving pretty much everybody the same diet. And I realized, you know, why did some people thrive with this diet type and other people's don't? So I got into functional nutrition and I learned how to read labs. And, um, you know, I always say I'm not really good at playing darts in the dark without the lights on. I cannot see the target. I'm going to start guessing. Everybody's going to get a little annoyed. So I need the data. And that's when I really dove into functional nutrition 
And just, I order a comprehensive lab for everybody and I order a comprehensive stool test for everybody. That's where we start. Sometimes we don't even need to add any more tests, but sometimes we do and we find out the root causes, right? So the four things that I, the four pillars of what I do is I look for root causes um, I, cause I know it's not a deficiency in medication, right? Um, and then I look at prevention because in allopathic conventional medicine, we cannot treat somebody until we're already in a disease state. Uh, so I try to do prevention. Um, the third thing is uh, the pillar I work on is the body is one whole interconnective unit. So it all speaks to each other. We all, we have to consider the whole body, not different appendages, organs, or glands. They all are in communication with the whole system. And the fourth thing, as I mentioned, is data. I really need data. And I work with two foundational issues. One is systemic inflammation, because we know that is the driver of disease. Right, so we have to find out, are we in a state of systemic inflammation? Do we have a massive fire going on in the basement? And the other thing I look at is um, gut health because gut health is pretty much you know, where it, where it starts, where it stems, what your, what, what your homeostasis is, where, where, you're, where you can thrive and survive or where you can really hinder yourself. So Risa, I love that you, you, you gave us you know, the four main causes, you know, which is the, the four main pillars of your of your thought process root cause prevention the body is a whole system and the data and being data driven sometimes people think holistic means oh it's just airy fairy but no it's actually we're much more data driven you know as uh, you know my background's in functional medicine and functional cardiology uh i love the data because the data helps drive decisions and so yeah the joke we have you know regarding inflammation is this uh traditional medicine you know when you have a house and there's a fire going on. The traditional uh, medicine approach is, hey, let's uh, keep let's let's tr- somehow figure out how to turn off the smoke alarm, you know. And we're we're, we're waving our our kitchen towel at the smoke alarm, and trying to quiet it down so it doesn't uh, cause problems. But at functional medicine, we're like, dude, where's the fire? Let's go get the fire hydrant and go exactly. take out the fire, right? right? And let's not give it a squirt gun, right? Yeah, let's, exactly. the, let's give you a squirt gun, see if that works. Yeah. We need the fire hose. We need the yeah. fire department. Yeah. And the second thing is, you know, Hippocrates, the father of medicine says, you know, all disease begins in the gut, right? So I know in the green room, you told me this remarkable story about how all of this could tie together in one story. So Tell me the story of the famous golfer, Freddie Couples. Yeah, I love this story. Um, It's actually in my book. Great guy called me up. A physician actually called me and said, hey, listen, he needs to uh, lose 20 pounds before the Masters. I'm like, no problem. We can take care of the 20 pounds. But so he came into my office and he sat down and I said, well, tell me what's going on. Because I, you know, he's kind of he's very famous and everybody knows that he has this massive back pain. He travels with his physical therapist. He's constantly going to doctors. And um, and so I said, he goes, oh, it's just horrible. So I said, well, tell me the story. So he starts to go through everything. And he does this, the doctor, this. I go, well, where's the surgeries? He goes, oh, I've never had surgery. And I go, so it may not be necessarily all structural. There may be some inflammation. Has anybody ever tested you for inflammation? He said, not that I'm aware of. I said, I'm going to order some tests. He goes, do what you need to. All the tests come back and he is just massively on fire. He's just very, very inflamed. And remember, he lives on two golf courses, right? Mm. His two homes are on golf courses. So he's breathing in these chemicals all day, all night. He works on golf courses. So he's just in a constant flow. He had smell sensitivity. If he got into an Uber, he'd have to cover his nose because he'd get headaches. He got headaches frequently. 
Um, he just was in, in not great health. He wasn't an optimal elite uh, athlete, athletic health. So in the meantime, I put him on my detox right when he came in and I said to him, Freddie, what is your number? 10 meaning that you're extra extraordinary pain every day. Where are you? One being you're not in pain at all. He said, I'm a seven to an eight every single day. Wow. So I put him on my detox. He came in the next week and he said, I'm at a four. And then every week thereafter, um, he's been a zero or a one. Every time I see him, I go, Freddie, what's your number? And he's like zero or one. And yes, there's some structural component to this because he's swinging that golf club, but there was so much inflammation that every doctor missed. And he was just managing that inflammation and nobody ever gave him a fire hose. So we did that and he's had no back pain at all. No, the headaches went away, the smell sensitivity, everything, we cleaned out his liver, everything. Um, and he was thriving. Yes, he lost those 20 pounds and he did amazing at the masters, but <laughs> right. But we got about a back pain. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, on the same topic, I think it's a perfect segue. Let's talk about, look, uh, you know, a lot of my friends are physicians. A lot of the people here listening are physicians. Physicians are very smart. They're very good. And they follow a certain protocol. So you go to a doctor, they'll check your CBC. They'll check your CMP. They'll they get some lipids on you. Maybe they'll do a little bit of thyroid testing, but um, if all of that comes back and it's all normal and a person, you know, in their thirties, forties, fifties is still not normal. What is it that perhaps you check that sometimes reveals the hidden truth? Yeah. So I look a little bit deeper, a little bit more thorough, and I do work with a lot of physicians. I'm working with a surgeon right now. I work with a lot of, of doctors and, um, and they're great at what they do, but it, I think our paradigm in medical school is that we don't really teach how to read blood work um, to what we really, really, really need. Um, we, we're sort of catering to the insurance companies, right? So the things that I, and I, I go direct to the lab so I don't work through the insurance companies, but I order a C-peptide for every single person I work with. That Tell is the more about that. So most stable marker for insulin. So I'm looking at fasting insulin to see how much insulin is actually in the body at the time of testing. So that's a fasting number it can move a little bit, but C peptide tells us if you're insulin resistant, when you're insulin resistant and those receptors are hindered, they're broken off of the cell. How can we create ATP, right? We can't drive it into the cell. So we're parking it in fat testers and fat and fat storage, right? So um, that's a really big, and it's a precursor to prediabetes. So we, um, I always look for that. The other thing that I always test for that I don't typically see on uh, labs coming in from a conventional doctor is homocysteine. And homocysteine is an inflammatory marker and it has to do with methylation. So I test every patient for MTHFR, which is the gene mutation that's super, super common. Um, the statistic is that 50 to 90% of the population has it, but I test everybody and I see tons of people and and I would say it's 90 to 95% of the people typically have it. And it's when, you know, you have to see which allele you have, if you have the B12 or the folate. And that person needs a B vitamin in methylcobalamin form so that they can absorb it. They can methylize it. And we typically see the homocysteine come down. But if you have MTHFR, we typically see the, MT, the homocysteine up. We also see the MCB elevated. Um, so those are methylation markers. Um, but homocysteine, I just had a, a new uh, patient last week that actually had um, a heart attack recently, and he's been on uh, statins for over 25 years. Um, and I don't think his homocysteine was ever tested, but it was at 15, which is 
extraordinarily high. And uh, we like it seven for brain health, six for heart health. And um, he wasn't really tested, but his cholesterol was as low as you can go, right? Yes. And then tell us, uh, you know, one of the other markers I used to test when I was practicing um, full-time as a, as a integrative cardiologist and functional cardiologist was CRP. Tell us your experience with CRP and why that's so important. So CRP is really a, it's our greatest inflammation marker. And it really usually has to do with cardiovascular health, but it can, if you're very inflamed, um, be increased if you have systemic inflammation. So CRP and homocysteine are the two inflammatory markers that I test every single person for. So it's really important to find out how inflamed you are. And I know that thyroid is becoming more and more prevalent, and I don't think it's something we're gen genetically inclined to. It's something that probably develops. We acquire thyroid disease, and it's due to probably lifestyle predominantly. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us why checking just a TSH is not enough. Yeah, so um, you're right. Thyroid is increasing, and um, unfortunately, and a third of autoimmunity is genetics, but a big part of it is also leaky gut. So that's, again, why I'm always focusing on the gut. And so many people do have leaky gut, and we create these antibodies, and the antibodies are trying to find a place to park. So they find a gland, a tissue, an organ to park itself. And so in this case, they'll, they'll park itself in the thyroid. So Hashimoto is very common. Um, so I, TSH is what the pituitary is creating, right? The pituitary is telling the body to light, like if we're gonna light a fire, that's what I call the kindling, right? We go through the liver, that's why I'm really big about detoxing the liver and we create T4. T4 is our inactive thyroid hormone. It's 93% of that equation. So that's the wood. So we have kindling and we have wood and typically um, allopathic medicine will test for TSH and um, T4, maybe free or total, bound or unbound. Um, and that doesn't tell us if you're making that conversion. So that conversion is so important where we cleave off one atom of iodine and we take that T4 and we convert it into T3. That's our active thyroid hormone. So if I tell you how many people walk into my office, they don't feel well, they're constipated, they have fatigue, they have hair thinning, nails are brittle, um, they have some anxiety, they're cold extremities. I'm always, and they can't lose weight right? They can gain weight, no problem, but they can't lose weight. Well, I'm always going, what's your free T3? So we look at their labs. It's never tested or rarely tested. So I always test for a free T3. That is the star of the show. That's your available active thyroid hormone. That's only 7% of the equation. So I, um, it's really important information. So sometimes most, you know, the system's supposed to work that the pituitary will signal if we're low, if we can't start a fire, if there's no match, we're gonna start producing more TSH. And a lot of times that's the case. That's why we look at TSH. So if it's out of lab range, then we know something's low. But if I told you how many times I look at labs and they're low free T3 and their TSH is totally normal, that doesn't give us a good indicator. When we're taking medication, uh, some kind of synthetic or desiccated thyroid, we're gonna see the TSH go down. It should because the pituitary doesn't need to create that kindling. So I look at reverse T3, which is huge, especially in today's world, we're so stressed. That's when cortisol, or it could be some systemic inflammation is gonna pull from that hormone, right? And then we're looking at T3 uptake to see if your hormones are actually competing for the thyroid. So Risa, since you mentioned stress, let's just get right into it. The people yeah. who listen to this podcast, they're high performers, you know, they're entrepreneurs, they're physicians, they're highly successful. And with that success, they they push their bodies quite hard. Yep. So I expect, you know, adrenals, 
uh, are stressed and overtaxed. Tell me about the CEOs, the athletes, the doctors that you work with. How do you how do you address their overall sympathetic tone, their adrenals, and this whole, you know, pushing their bodies to the max? And what what's the strategy there? Right. So cortisol, we know, is produced from our adrenal glands. Those are stress modulators, right? So um, if somebody is not sleeping, if they can't fall asleep, it's typically cortisol. If they're waking up in the middle of the night, it's either cortisol or blood sugar, could be hormones, could be liver detoxification. But I look to see what the symptoms are. So if they present as somebody with cortisol issues, they can't sleep long-term, you know, those kinds of things, they have anxiety, you know, I'm going to give them B vitamins for sure. When we are stressed, we eat all of our B vitamins in our intestinal lining, right? We need B6 to, it's a precursor to making our own digestive enzymes. We need B for RNA, DNA, methylation, all that. So, um, so B vitamins is something I would absolutely give to somebody who has a lot of cortisol. If they're, if they're, they're, they're on high speed every day, that's what they need. In addition, I give um, support. My adrenal reboot is a good support, but um, things that balance out cortisol naturally is exercise, not particularly at night, but during the day. Um, and Epsom salt baths are really high in magnesium and, and, and that will balance out cortisol naturally. Also meditation, laughing, unplugging, um, just some, you know, just some, some joy in their life. Um, obviously we can get uh, high cortisol from uh, a lot of stress from eating bad food, right? So uh, the, the doctor I'm working with right now, I mean, you guys know you're, you're getting fed every day at the hospital, right? And what are you getting fed? Not really good, clean food, right? <laughs> but it shows up, right? And all the baskets of cookies and, you know, so on and so forth. So, you know, this guy is now making his own lunch and bringing it to the hospital every day because he, you know, he, he can't get really good, clean health food. So that can be a stress on your body. The toxic overload is a stress on the body. So it could be environmental. It can be, you know, anything relationship. It could be food and, and toxic, you know, uh, uh, stress. So anything like that, I would absolutely, you know, I use phosphatidylserine at night for those people and just rub it on my feet or rub it on their feet. I mean, I, I don't, but they do. And um, it just, it lowers cortisol so that you can sleep. That's, that's awesome. Um, and, you know, I want to let the listeners to know, you know, not only is she a functional nutritionist and she's worked with so many, you know, amazing people in her life, but she's even worked with folks for extreme weight loss, including the biggest loser. So tell me about, you know, some of the people listening to this podcast right now, they're in their forties and they got that last 10 to 15 pounds that they cannot lose no matter what, or if it goes, it comes right back. Give me your, give me the five reasons or the five strategies that you, you have for those folks. Yeah. So I firmly believe that weight loss is a side effect of wellness. So again, I'm looking at the root cause. Why is it that you can't lose weight? Why is it that you can't keep the weight off? Right. There's five major reasons why we do not lose weight or why we gain weight. One is blood sugar dysregulation, which we talked about a bit. The second is thyroid dysregulation, which we did address as well, and cortisol, right? There it is again. Uh, the fourth reason is sex hormone imbalance. Uh, if you have an imbalance in your sex hormones, if you do not have enough DHEA, it's going to be very difficult for you to lose weight. And the fifth reason is toxic overload. So I'm a big fan of detoxifying the body um, regularly. Um, and I would recommend getting to the root cause. You know, so many people come to me and they say, I eat really, really healthy, but they're eating processed yogurts or they're eating 
you know, low fat or they're eating grains, you know, so we got to count the carbs essentially. And I'm not a big counter of anything. I believe that if we eat real food, our body knows what it needs and when to stop. But if you're really struggling with those last five or 10, um, people don't realize it, but look at the, look at the ingredients and look at the carbs. How many carbs are you having in a day? We are inundated with carbs. And then of course we, you know, we, we, we have some beverages in the evenings that are just, you know, all sugar. So it's not helping the situation either. That's awesome. And you know what? Most people, if I talk to a gym, gym owner or trainer, you know, they're like, they're not going to talk about hormones, right? All these things as uh, top, the first four you mentioned were hormones. And then the final one is toxic overload. They're going to say, Hey, you're not, you're not, you're not getting your heart rate high enough. You know what? You, know, you just need to eat, eat more protein, right. and things like that. So I love Way. how you really, when, when uh, you stopped going surface and you went deeper and, and I guess as a bonus, let's talk about, I, I'm an athlete, you know, I'm about to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, Risa. Uh, I do a lot of things. What's my next strategy? What's like, all right, what's, I have done some of this stuff. I've gone through detox. I've done intermittent fasting. I've, my hormones appear to be okay. What's next level? What do you think athletic uh, people can take from you in terms of supplements, boosting our immune system naturally? Maybe it's how do we play it at a higher level? How do we become limitless? Yeah, I love that question. That's great. So I would say it's not a one size fits all for anybody. So um, I would have to see what your blood work showed and what your stool test showed. So if you've got bacteria, if you've got H. pylori, are you not making your own digestive enzymes enough, your pancreatic enzymes? Are you um, inflamed? Are you leaking? You know, do you have a leaky gut? So I would have to know which holes are left in the boat um, if we don't really have many holes left in the boat, um, I would just say, you know, focus on eating real food without any chemicals and toxins. It's very hard. Unfortunately, this is a new number, but the FDA just recently approved 86,000 chemicals for us to use. Well over 3,000 we're eating. And, um, you know, the EU just uh, banned 1,600 chemicals for their just their cosmetic manufacturers the US banned 11. So we are highly toxic and it's it, it lives in our body. So I just decrease that toxic load, I would recommend always. And you know, when we eat out um, restaurants, I don't care how nice they are, they typically have, uh, they're using bad inflammatory oils like canola oil. And a lot of times I'll go places and I do, you know, teach, uh, do cooking classes somewhere or I'll be in a, in a restaurant. I always ask what the oils are and they'll say, oh, it's a blend. And that blend is like, you know, a fraction of olive oil, which doesn't even have a high smoke point. So it becomes inflammatory anyway, when you're heating it, but it's pre predominantly either soybean oil or vegetable oil or canola oil, some kind of rancid oil that is going to jack up your inflammation. Mm. So um, that's a really hidden um, thing to watch out for. I'm actually working with somebody right now who has rheumatoid arthritis and we got her down pretty much with no pain at all, which was just amazing. And then she, she was having a little bit. We realized that she's using olive oil when she's cooking. She took it out and it's gone. So it is, it's, those are really hidden sources of inflammation. Um, and then, um, and then that balance that we talked about, you know, instead of having the, the, the foot on the gas pedal all the time, 
we have to take a break, right? We got to get out into sunshine. We got to, you know, put our feet in the sand or in the grass or wherever it is and just unplug, unplug from the phone, the computer, the television, all that. We're just not made to do that. So that, that would take you to the next level. That's awesome. So uh, guys, uh, while I have Risa here, I'm going to issue you guys a, uh, a challenge here. So uh, let's make every Saturday a digital detox day. See if you can take off your Apple watch, your phones, your AirPods, you know, you know, biohacking rings and just don't have technology for at least start with an hour, then make it a half a day and then eventually a day. So Saturday can be your digital detox. And if obviously if you want the real detox, Risa, how can they get to know more about you, your practice and how, how do they get to work with you? Yeah. So um, I work with people all over the world and I am located in Newport Beach, but I do it via Zoom and they can go on to my website at Risa Grew Nutrition. It's R-I-S-A-G-R-O-U-X nutrition.com. I have my book there, Food Frame. I have um, uh, my detox, which uh, I'm offering your listeners 10% off the detox. Wow. Thank you. uh, Yeah. And it's a great detox. I mean, People use it as a weight loss program a lot, but it isn't about that. You will lose weight. Guys tend to lose a ton of weight and what women lose weight as well, but you're just going to feel good because you're getting those toxins out. It's not a starvation program. You're having two collagen shakes a day, and then you're eating real food, animal protein, vegetables, sweet potato, yams, and good fats. Um, so you feel good. You're thriving. And um, so my co- I'm a big fan of collagen. I'm collagen bars, chocolate collagen bars. Um, anyway, um, all of that is there. I'm on Instagram and TikTok now and Pinterest and Facebook at Risa Grew Nutrition. Um, but what I want to say is that my book, Food Frame, it's really important. Um, it was the methodology that I created because when I first started, as I was mentioning, everybody was on the same diet type. And I realized we should be now eating for our health status, what our current health status is. So if you have blood sugar dysregulation, I'm going to recommend keto or uh, paleo for you. If you don't have a gallbladder, if you have steatocrit that's high, your GGT is high on your labs, you're, you're, you've got sludgy bile, you cannot digest fats, keto would not be for you. But um, you know, then I, I talk about uh, low FODMAP for people who have IBS and IBD and um, uh, SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And then I talk about low lectin, which is the, the protective coating around germs or seeds or, or, or brands uh, that are uh, in, in life. So it's hard to break down and it can cause inflammation. I cover the autoimmune protocol as well and vegetarian diet. So everybody's going to fit pretty much in one of those diet types. And all these books that come out that say, oh, this is how we should be eating are great. And they're great for lots of people, but not everybody. So we should definitely be eating for our current health status. Risa, I love the customization. I love the uh, the passion you speak with, and uh, I can see like this is not um, it's not a job. This is your this is your this is your prof- this is what you this is your mission on earth sounds like. So exactly. thank you for taking care of all those folks um, all over the world. I know my listeners are gonna j- definitely jump in and and be part of your universe and ecosystem. So guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to another episode of Limitless MD. And Risa, thank you for sharing all your knowledge and wisdom. And guys, until next time, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. 
So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal. <laughs>